everybody welcome to another podcast episode of wait let me think i have a very good friend here today her name is nina uh but only i can say that for all of you mortals her name's nina say Mm. hello to the world compressed (laughs) (laughs) i feel compressed my name is Nina. My plug is Poly Chaos with one L. Instagram. Is it everything or is that just your Instagram? We'll say meh, meh, meh. <laughs> M-E. Meh. A good little googly search for you kids. And I'm sure you'll be able to find me. I can't. Just, just so you know, lately I have felt absolutely compressed. It's the little things in life, I swear. <laughs> uh, we're drinking tea, by the way, so if you hear some slurps. <laughs> it's ginger turmeric herbal tea, and it's from Trader Joe's. It's organic. I'm pretty sure it's gluten and food-free. <laughs> and food-free. Great. If you want to trade your Joe's, just so you know, you can always reach out to me. I'm Trader Joanna. I know my way around, and I can help you find all the organic and gluten-free items. <laughs> <laughs> Me stop. You stop. <laughs> you I've done nothing wrong. I swear. I've been doing so many serious things lately that I can't. What's the point? I know you're on a podcast and you're thinking, I really need someone right now <laughs> to tell me something deep. But in all honesty, I can't stop thinking about Captain Crunch. <laughs> Wait, but which flavor? A good joke. Which flavor of Captain Crunch? <laughs> I don't know what to do anymore. I mean, honestly, like, the peanut butter one had game. It really owned me. And I took a lot of joy up. Yeah, peanut butter is definitely fire. You know, Captain Crunching done nothing wrong to me. Life is still my favorite cereal, though. That is the least racist cereal life cereal that's true it is really it good is life yeah it's just a little bit of mm. sugar do you think that they should have made count chocula black or that would have offended people <laughs> oh most most definitely that's like asking if they should have made frankenberry so black sensitive that we were not even able to get a black cereal box character Dude, even Cocoa Puffs is not black. Like, I it's mean, a freaking toucan. Or is it a parrot? <laughs> oh, Regardless, wait. I want it to be a tall, dark... Mm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I knew you weren't going to get to that third one. <laughs> I knew you weren't going to get to the third one. <laughs> it's triggering! <laughs> I was like, yeah. It's making it all come out of me. Number three is not gonna work for her. <laughs> not at all. It was like a like in Batman when he's like sugar in water. She's like, you want me to put the sugar and in, into the water? And he's like, mm. and like nods yes. Where's and then in black when he turns the the main the, the uh, oh the yeah yeah. Roach. I thought you said Batman. And I was like, did I? I meant to say Men in Black. Maybe yeah, you I said did. Batman. I'm like, I I know my Men in Black, and this is. <laughs> I mean, if Will Smith played Batman, that would be tight. 
Maybe we should ask him to do it. Uh, he doesn't have the voice register. Mm, wait. But his whole voice was... No, you're right. A disguise. Do you think but Batman had his, if he uses the voices, of, hmm? Do you think oftentimes Batman had feelings of compression? And Ask that's your soon. doctor about compression. 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 <laughs> that is the word of the day, kids. Um, compression. You didn't have to be here for it, and you weren't here for it, and we're not going to tell you why. It's it's too compressing to talk about. God. If I didn't have to worry about audio spiking, I would be laughing <laughs> so Drunk hard. audio tastes so good. <laughs> so what are you up to? Like, what's, what is, mm. what is Nina about right now? Because mm. <laughs> you're always busy, like, for sure. And not even as, like, work, but just, like, you're always doing something, like... Mm. Compression. Like telling my kid to be quiet when I'm recording a podcast at home. That's okay. Riley! <laughs> Stop making noise! <laughs> I can't even hear him. It's good. Oh. I mean, okay, so let's start from here. Let's start from let's start from January. I feel like that's easy. Because <laughs> it's like when you go back too far, when it's like, what's your story, kid? That's like so much to say. People get tired. All right. So we'll just stick to And it. then it's roundabout too. You know, and then people just be like, on my journey. And you're like, Bleh! you know, like it's really boring. So um, I don't care. Exactly. That much. Yeah. So personally, I would just say like, you know, you could think of it symbolically. You think of it like, you know, this the, the, the number, you know, mm-hmm. it represents vision and, you know, clarity and. Mm-hmm. you know newness and uh, and yada yada so like observing it that way that is definitely what's going on right because everything mm-hmm. is changing there's all this new space and all these you know ways of paths of innovation you can go on with what you want to do for yourself because of True. you know the way that this has affected everyone's lifestyle there's like that area right so it's like i think like i think of it like uh moving with with how things are moving mm-hmm. and like how can i like surrender to that and be fluid with that and like not allow- be stressed out and compressed yeah. dude th- i'm not gonna lie i might have to name ain't this nobody, episode compressed ain't nobody gonna catch me out hurt me and compressed okay i'm gonna just in none of these streets i'm a ride i'm a ride <laughs> so you know like symbolically it's i could say that i i i you know experienced that way mm-hmm. and then on the day-to-day, it just kind of felt like, oh, yeah, this is happening. Right. Oh, yeah, this is happening. So, like, the like the constant, like, adaptation, I feel like, just for, you know, I feel like I can even speak for all of this on it, because it's actually, it's, you know, pretty obvious to the point where, like, people just kind of tired out, right? Because it was yeah. like, we knew about all this stuff, and then there was, you know, there was fear. I, I, and, and I always thought to myself, even before the pandemic, I was like, a lot of people are already guided by fear. Mm-hmm. Like their their every day is like, gotta get this done or gotta do this so my boss doesn't get mad at me or, oh my, you know, I'm in this relationship and if I don't do these things this way, then this person will leave me or, you know, it's just like lot, lots of lots of fear leading, you know. And I think that like that also um, exposed a lot of like humanity's mindset. 
True. I was going to say with what you're saying, I agree with the, but I think it's not fear of like, oh my God, am I going to survive? Like there's a little bit of that, but it's fear of discomfort. Like if you look at all the crap that's in social media and online and just what you see in the news, the people that are complaining, they're not complaining because they're deathly afraid of what's going on. They're afraid of losing their comfortability, being able to go to the beach to sit on their porch without a mask. Like, suck it up. <laughs> I'm really glad you said suck it up because it's a great thing to hear. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so I'm glad you said suck it up because I think that the way that people of color mm-hmm. especially experiences to our advantage, but then also our disadvantage, mm-hmm. this is not even the worst thing we've been through. No. And it's like mind-blowing this to, is watch, walking apart. to watch what? white people wake up and be like, ah! And, and get freaking stressed up, out. Like, all right, all right. So this is just going on like, <laughs> it's like this is crazy. You know, let me just make sure all my people are good. Right. So it's like really, really interesting, like people's impulses and like everything came out. Mm-hmm. Everything, whoever you You can't are, hide it. Whoever your friends are, you know, are they in support of, you know, like, helping, you know, Black Lives Matter? Like, that was, like, another thing that was really hard, I would I would say, to, to experience was, like, mm-hmm. all of those truths coming out of, like, wow, like, my friends really weren't riding for me. Like, that part was really difficult. And then, like, who was? Until was it obvious. was uncomfortable. But that also goes with, they were, they were down the ride until it was uncomfortable soon as that little bit of discomfort showed up there's like hey <laughs> i'm here when you're done i guess yo like you don't <laughs> even really know who your friend is or like call them a friend until mm-hmm. you experience a problem with them you rem- do you yeah, remember the song um like, really like what's up yeah do you remember the song by mary j blige i can love you better featuring a uh, little kim nah not the top i can love you better no no, but we're gonna so, have to play anyway, it at the end so, and dance to it. Yes. Ah. Sorry, you didn't say yes right away. It scared me. <laughs> <laughs> I suffer from social anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't. But no. I can't so that's when I'm social <clears throat> because my anxiety pinches my butt. I hate you so much. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> no, but into the song, uh, Little Krim's rapping, like one of the lines says, she's like, um, I'll steal for you, shoot for you, lie for you, die for you. And it's like, yeah, 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 we're and there, we're like, there. Sorry. You don't even yeah. have, that wasn't real, guys. Sorry, brothers and sisters and all in between. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, no one has that, that loyalty and like i said it's like you're until it's uncomfortable then you're like yo i gotta i gotta go like whenever you get back over here i guess i'll be here who knows and then it's like you also want to allow for them to process themselves Mm -hmm. right so it's like i think between the compassion around allowing them to learn and you know also the honesty with myself 
I think that part was was pretty. That caused me to sob at times. Like that part, I would say, was like difficult. Like, oh, being, oh yeah, of course. Like, just observe you, like, damn. There's times where you were with me and Riley, and I thought I could trust you. You know, and it's like mm-hmm. it's hard not to think like extreme thoughts, like you know, that like, there wasn't trust and all that. That's why I think like a lot of this is very like to be taken in layers mm-hmm. and to be curious and not furious and to be angry about the right things to be angry about, like murder and you know. And, mm-hmm the ignorance and covering and, uh, it up like it's yeah like these people don't deserve justice yeah it's like there's things to be angry about right like mm-hmm. there's like actual stuff to be angry about and then i think like the racially insensitive stuff is is noise until um that person like has literally like got to the point where they've gotten to a level of consciousness and education and mm-hmm. it's still uh like reciprocate those types of like ideas and behaviors of like white supremacy then it's like i don't feel the same amount of compassion for that person yeah but some you know like older person like let's say like grew up around certain traditions or whatever like i'll give you an example is that dinner best friend's family white finish eating hanging out her grandma says (laughs) goes i've helped a lot of people like you Right, and you think like in my head, I'm like, like me. Yeah. But yeah, she was specifically talking about the fact that I was brown, but she was talking almost about like the fact that she knew that there was like underprivileged people. Yeah. And it came out horribly. And <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? How is it like me? <laughs> she's basically was saying like, I know people who are also black that growing up you know black people didn't you know have a lot basically and i always made sure that i like financially supported yeah put a hand out but it's like not every every black person is poor yeah (laughs) like so like you how are you gonna generalize it was like very shocked by my reaction going (laughs) for sure you know what i mean like just try to let, let her allow her to finish her 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 expression yeah you know and not like jump to the thing and it's really interesting, right? Because it's like, well, how do you even how do you even react to that, like without showing you being angry? Like you have to laugh. Like huh. it's because, like Gucci. I, I know that I can't cause people to change, and it has to be upon their own willingness. Fair play. And I think with that, it helps me with cooling down my own reactions. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think like. I need to be better at that. Sometimes I'm good, but whew. I don't think there's a wrong choice. I think like correcting her is correct. And I think like, you know, being compassionate when we can is, is also correct. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there might be some people that would punch a police officer in a riot. And there might be some people that would like extend their hand to hug a person in a riot. Like, come on, I'm going to give you this chance. So it's like interesting, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. that's benefit of the doubt pretty much yeah and like what if later she was like why did i say it like that that's not how i meant it you know what i mean and it's mm-hmm. like this person showed love to me my whole life so it's like oh, and i have never be. come up until she was like in her 90s and us sitting around and drinking so it's like you know mm-hmm. what i mean so she got the it's liquid horrible. honesty it's horrible and it came out and that is her reality her mm-hmm. reality is that she was raised to believe she was superior and yeah. also benefited from being you know, a white person. Yeah. So her, her thinking is like, oh yeah, I have my bias. At the same time, I know that 
it doesn't mean that that person doesn't deserve that. Oh, I like you know, it's like some people might have their bias, right? And they might have their mm-hmm. opinion. At the same time, they might not change how they outwardly treat people. It could be like their own little secret, little dirty secret, right? Yeah. Like so, I, I have a thing like I tell people sometimes, like for being like, well, a black man. You know, at some point, there's always going to be that white woman that's like, oh, I think you're attractive. But they might not ever come out and say it publicly because they're afraid. And then you also have, you know, Caucasian or white people who are like, oh, yeah, John and yeah, they're the greatest. And then when they get home, they're like, yeah, but that but that ER, you know, but that (laughs) G.A., you know, exactly. like they're definitely gonna say it. Like they still talk about it at home. Yeah, for sure. No, it's still, like, it's still inside. I was watching this woman. She was talking about this girl. So there was a video of a girl arguing with her parents about their view of whether or not black people have the right to live and exist. <laughs> yeah, that was, it was her. Like, why was they even arguing about that? Yeah, it was like, and, and the woman was saying, like, I appreciate. This is a black woman that was like pretty much talking about the video. Mm-hmm. She was like, I appreciate that she was standing up for us. But the issue, the conversation shouldn't have been whether or not black people have the right to live. The conversation should have been, why do you think that you have the right to have a conversation like that about another race? Like you almost like back up. Like it's yeah. not just the directly like a racist word or like a racist situation. It's mm-hmm. like... What education did you believe? Mm-hmm. You know, around yeah, totally. Super wild. So yeah, wild style, wild Thornberry. <laughs> My name is Eliza Thornberry, and I can talk. Oh no, never mind. <laughs> I just ate the wrong mushrooms. <laughs> um, did you know that some people have tried to eat mushrooms out of their front yard? Um, I may or may not have tried to attempt that I'm a couple of times, here. but. Glad you're here. I uh, stopped myself. I was Good. like, "But what of these ones?" And I stopped my and I, and I stopped myself and I said, "Now, let me tell my son that plants can kill him." <laughs> you know what's? And real? I was like, oh. "Hey, Riley, there's such thing as poisonous plants, and some kids eat them because their parents never told them don't eat those plants that can make you die." So I want to let you know right now, we're gonna go on the internet and Google image every plant that can make you die. Because and now guess he knows. what? You're my boy, cute love. I don't want you dying out there on the flowers. <laughs> I don't want you to think that they're scrambling up just because they're cute. Did you ever eat flowers as a kid? No, I rolled them up. I hate. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Like, what are we here That's for, flower. Johnny? That's flower. <laughs> this daisy's gonna make me feel so crazy. Crazy. <laughs> crazy. Good. Crazy good. It's a team of crazy good. True story. We're both sober. So I got a great preview to show you for a single I have coming out. This is what you're doing musically right now. Okay. Carry on my way. Okay, so I'm working on my first solo project <laughs> with T Nava of the Free Nationals. He plays with Anderson Pack. Wait, with Anderson Pack? Yeah. 
Yeah. The, uh, I hate that, you right that, now. That pack a snack guy, multiracial, can't say <laughs> it enough. We do it very well. Hold on one second. I don't, I've never met him, but I found out about him on uh, NPR's Tiny Desk oh, concerts yeah. mm-hmm. and he killed it. Like, living it. And then I just like, literally binge watched all the videos I could have found of his live performance. Yeah, he's so dumb. Um, But yeah, I'm working on some singles with Ron, and it's been quite a good time. We made a, a great song for an adult film, and it was our friend's adult film, and we felt real positive about that one. <laughs> okay. We've been working on some, some uh, comedy music. We've also, I don't know, we've kind of just also Doing yeah, a lot, it sounds cross like. Cross collab, there's, a, there's two other musicians that we both play with. Uh, Thomas Pridgen, who played with... Oh, Snaps from, well, I can't remember his band before, but he was in the Mars Volta too. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was, he was. And so he's now playing, I want to, it's a, dang, I can't remember the the band's name but it's a latin band and he's been touring with them and okay. i think they won a latin grammy as well which is tight but i know after grammys he left grammys and not you know latin and you know divided like that as we should all be together that's dope you know what i mean but yeah so uh other than that i also do some operational things and some like project management for different mm-hmm. producers one of those people is uh, omos keith and jeff gittleman and Phil Lasseter, they've all been people that are, I would say, like, even mentors to me, too, they, that help me with, like, understanding things a little more, mm-hmm. helping helping me grow, helping me learn new things about the industry, which I really appreciate. Because, like, as a creative person, we oftentimes can be a little, like, captivated and lost in that and kind of, like, lose some of our strategicness or, you know, our business eye on, like, what we're doing and how mm-hmm. to, like, really optimize our craft. So... Like being around people like them who have already really developed and have become like, you know, almost like relaxed into what they're doing mm-hmm. and like very yeah, mentors decisive. are definitely important. Yeah, and I think it just puts a lot of realism behind what I do. You know, to see how things develop over time and how, you know, my what I hear and listen to will expand and how different things kind of you know, uh, are created from that. You know, like watching them kind of mess with even just different plugins, you know, and new equipment and how that's influenced what they've made, you know, helps spark my interest in like learning more about equipment, learning more about different sounds or uh, more about producing, especially. I'm really, I feel like something I need to focus on for sure. And piano has been a goal of mine. But yeah, I've been a couple of other like uh, projects with just friends, uh, Andrew and john and a friend sean and just a lot of a lot of good friends of mine uh i've been happy to make things with people that uh really believe in what i want to do that's definitely something that i felt like i needed because i've always glorified people with gospel chops and like Mm -hmm. (laughs) people that i felt saying more soulful than me just their runs alone i'm always just like dang can i keep up but I think that the people that I've, you know, well, I feel blessed to have come across in the industry, I think they've really helped me appreciate what I have to offer more just by 
like hearing out my ideas and helping my ideas mm-hmm. grow and expand and like and he, honesty i hope too because yeah. that's definitely an important part about creating in general but yeah i'm working on a couple of different things and working on myself with music also and mm-hmm really you know making sure that i really define what my next steps are and not feel like rushed and allow things to feel organic is a big part of it because you know industry pressure is another thing where it's like oh, i want to get this out i want to finish this da, 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 da. but it's like i also want to make something great so mm-hmm. evening out my mind and my anxiousness about coming out with new things is um another part of that but yeah i mean i feel really good about music right now i feel like it's the time that I felt the most comfortable with what my style is and mm-hmm. um, I'm feeling like desire towards learning and enthusiasm towards it because for a while I just kind of felt like a lull you know so it's nice to be inspired again and be a new person and uh, work with people that I've been you know happy to, to be around for sure that's awesome so <laughs> I have to make it weird that was so lame and serious why did I do it like that <laughs> What? I don't, I don't like you right now. All right, I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. You're the best. All right, that's, you that's too. That's what makes it work. We, are we getting past that? Mm, okay, it's still lingering? Uh, it's just, like, it's not a chip. It's more of, like, a diminished, a compressed crumb. What's but, your favorite kind of crumbs to find in the corner of your mouth? <laughs> Maybe cookies. Like, bread mm. like i'm down with the bread cor- crumbs like the other ones are questionable because it's like greasy and salty i don't like salt yeah. so you know what holds real well hawaiian bread sometimes i'll find in the back corner and i'm like oh that still tasted pretty good <laughs> i thought that was gonna <laughs> you, be risky you, you scrape it out no, with the back tongue, of your pinky you know, just from being normal and just talking and you know a little bit just <laughs> Oh, here's oh. some two-day-old Hawaiian bread. Lands on me. I didn't say it was a day. Could be, you know, lunch and then <laughs> we go from a little nappy poo with a little snacky-do. You know, not doo-doo. Okay, this is going. Do you so hate me much. again? Uh, or is no. that me? Am I projecting because of how I feel about what I said? <laughs> so, anyway. All right, you're right. Please ask something. I think, honestly, that's pretty cool. I'm not a the jealous type, but if I were, I would be with you knowing that you're collaborating with the Free Nationals. Um, you might not wake up I tomorrow. I mean, not like that, but that's that feels, when you said it, I, it was exciting because I think they're pretty cool. Oh, yeah, they're Don't so... Don't tell them, though, because it's going to go to their head. It's cool. They're so fancy, those guys. They wear Gucci and... Ugh. Well, you know, so he silky, did make a silky. song they're called Bubbling for a reason. Than most people, too. I feel like they wore expensive oil, like keels. Place. <laughs> Egyptian cotton attitude. Mm-hmm. I can't. No, that's really why this is a podcast because I spilled tea on my shirt. Nobody will. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Yep. Never. Never mind. <laughs> so, when can I hear this stuff? Um. Or when can other I mean, people hear this? I do have something great out right now. I don't know if, you know, you took a chance to, uh, you know, listen to it like a supportive friend. But uh, the song is about <laughs> <How dare> you? <laughs> clothes that I, uh, well, I lost weight. And 
my clothes were really baggy and kind of falling off of me. And I, I started to refer to myself as raggedy. And it was kind of fun because I kind of also decided to like not do my hair anymore. And it was kind of like a, a very like free part of, of life for me. I went braless, makeupless, like just kind of chilling. So anyways, I kind of started appreciating myself undressed up. And uh, I was singing a little a little hooky poo to uh, Mono Neon. Um, and he was like, Man, send me now. We gotta make that a song. So, I have this song called "Raggedy Bitch" with Mono <laughs> Neon, who is Prince's last touring and recording bass player. Oh, and sick! He, you know, I really appreciate him appreciating a not yet. <laughs> I really appreciate him making music with me because I remember uh, I would literally just be like, "Yo, everything I do is in four four, homie." And he'd be like, but it's cool, it's a vibe, you're, I dig it. And he'd always give me like these funny compliments. And uh, anyways, he just somehow understood my vibe and we've been able to make some pretty great songs together. But yeah, that was our latest release. I think that came out this year. No, that came out last year, I think, towards the end of the year. Anyways. <laughs> I'm a busy, good friend. Busy, busy. <laughs> I may or may not have heard it. I just don't remember. You know, maybe... Uh, <laughs> Oh, you know what? It's in my it's in my bio on Instagram. So if you go to my Instagram, uh, Poly Chaos, it's it's the song link in my bio for anybody that wants to give it a little, a little toot. Ring a ding. Call the song. Call See it. See how it's doing. What you will. Okay, rapid fire. We're gonna do this. Yeah, perfect on cue. Just the way it should be. Led Zeppelin, Metallica, The Cure. What about them? Which one? If you had to choose one. That's horrible. I know. Well, I have to go with Led Zeppelin, and that's really horrible, and I can't believe you put me in this position. Um, they're excellent players, and they're foundational. And Robert Smith is kind of the one who brought the aesthetic to The Cure. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Robert Plant, John Paul Jones, John Bonham, Jimmy mm-hmm. Page, mm-hmm. all of them are their own. Freaking powerhouse. Okay, one more. Sadly one can't more. remember their names of the people in the cure. That makes me feel a little like That's okay. It nice happens one. to everyone. The best of us. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Make mm-hmm. it a little easier. Let's see. To fail. System of a down. Slipknot or Incubus. Wow! You can't put System of a Down in Incubus? No. I'm talking about for a full feel. And I have like stories about like Surge and Brandon and I like Those are like two husbands I have that can never meet. You know what I mean? Like, don't do that. This is so... I don't know if I can ever be on a podcast again. I'm traumatized. Um, Mm. Wow, I really... I'm really stumped. I think I would have to uh, tribute myself. (laughs) Take one for them. (laughs) I won't quit you or you. Brandon, I won't ever leave you with Sergio. I won't ever leave you. I can't do it. <laughs> Don't tell each other. Don't be mad. 
Well, unless you're going to make more cool music and fight over me. That could be kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, pick. I can't. I have to. I have to sacrifice myself i can't do it no you gotta pick no i can't <laughs> okay okay fine fine i'll give you one better well i'll make it easier got you babes <laughs> incubus 311 or no that's not fair um britney spears oh my god <laughs> leave britney alone <laughs> Why did I act like I didn't know what was gonna happen? <laughs> Crap. I can't think of a good. Let's see. Incubus 311 or. Linkin Park. Oh, that's horrible. You can't. I can't. I... <laughs> okay, just so fine. Everybody knows my calendar is open for podcasts. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my God. Really? I can't. This is mm. horrible. I don't think I can do it. I think I have to. The Beatles, Ozzy Osbourne, or Judas Priest. Oh my God. This is. A... You gotta pick one. Wait. <laughs> Wait, okay, so... I just got flicked off in the corner. It was. <laughs> it was. Oz... It was what? This is so frightening. <laughs> I just want to hold them. Now I'm scared. Just want to hold all of maybe. Last question: <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne, The Beatles, oh. and I'm gonna make it mean now. What the heck? Um, who sings "Brick in the Wall"? Not Pink Floyd. And or I didn't Pink even know Floyd. it was Pink Floyd. I, I don't know why I couldn't say Pink listen, Floyd. Listen. Pick. You can only pick one. <sighs> this has got to be one of the worst positions I've ever been in in my life. I'm going to have to give up something. I will give up three things to know that they're okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mudvayne, Chevelle, or the Deftones? No, I like Chevelle, the Deftones, or Tool. That's oh my god, Deftones or Tool? Or Chevelle? I mean, I would just Chevelle. Is Chevelle? I could say ta ta to Chevelle, but I cannot. Why are you doing? Why? Why? There's already a pandemic. <laughs> you gotta. You pick want me one. to be more stressed? Okay, buy Chevelle, and I would sacrifice myself again. You can't. I'm gonna save them all. <laughs> I can't pick. No, nope. it's too much love in my heart. <laughs> because uh, I like pies and ice cream. <laughs> Mastodon, Mars Volta. That's or I'm not done. Ending. This or is painful. Dang, you made me forget my third. Yeah. Mastodon, Mars Volta, or meh, a perfect circle. Why it's effed up is that Mastodon 
is like oh i didn't want a perfect circle i want to kill switch engage mastodon or the mars volta that's well i'm gonna keep the mars volta okay i knew that was gonna make it uh, i was like i'd highly doubt my friends are in that band you what what do you want me to do (laughs) i might walk (laughs) (laughs) well Thank you, everybody, for listening. This is Wait, Let Me Think. Nina, thank you for being a guest on the podcast. This is great. <laughs> I am no longer compressed. <laughs> Feeling set three. I love it. Awesome. Thank okay. you, all of you beautiful people out there. So give everybody your plug. and drinking water. Oh, um, Jesus. <laughs> my Instagram is polychaos with one L. So P... O-L-Y-C-H-A-O-S It's an amoeba It's Something that transforms And it's alive So I just figured That relates to me the most And so that's my name And if you go on that website There's a blue rectangle That you can just compress Compress And then when I post something Then you can see it That's all how it works Thank you Thank you. Delecta. Oh, that's me. All <laughs> right, everybody. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you again on the next one. Bye. Do it next time! <laughs> <laughs> it didn't even give me a chance to press stop.